Hey everyone, you're listening to Just Real the Podcast. I am your host, Justine Ferrelli. I created this podcast to provide you with some real, raw and honest conversations about this crazy, beautiful ride we call life. I hope this podcast helps and inspires you in some way. Thank you so much for being here. Hey guys, so today I wanted to talk to you about something that um, I do a lot or have done a lot over the years, Um, procrastinating, procrastination. Um, What I really wanted to talk about was the difference between procrastinating and actually allowing yourself to rest because I could only do one, (laughs) not the other. So for many years, um, I didn't allow myself to rest. I didn't give myself time off, um, which led me to spend way too much time procrastinating. Um, But yes, what I wanted to start with is my journey through kind of healing my procrastination it's still there don't get me wrong um I'm still working on it and for example this podcast this is something that I have been putting off I would say for years it's something I've wanted to do for a very long time and I always had a story I always had an excuse You know, I haven't got enough time, which I think is one that we use a lot in this generation um, because, you know, we are are a busy, go-getting, entrepreneurial generation. Um, I myself am an entrepreneur. I have my own little business um, where I bake and I make vegan and healthy, gluten-free treats and snacks. Um, So, yeah. I am guilty, I have been guilty of living in that hustle mindset that I've got to be doing something, I've got to be busy, I've got to be this. So I gave myself a really hard time with when it came to my procrastination. Um, so it's only really this past year when the world's kind of stopped and I've had to stop that I've really looked into the why behind my procrastination and what I've really found from it is that I I tend to procrastinate when I feel like I'm not going to do well at something or there's, there's a deep kind of, if I'm really sick with it, there's a deep kind of feeling of anxiety or a deep feeling of fear of failing so I would put the things off that kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone um for example this podcast which is probably the scariest thing I've done in my lifetime because it's way out of my comfort zone you know I'm more than happy to send my friends seven minute long voice notes um you know I'm more than happy to you know, even posting stories on Instagram and talking to the camera, I, f- I find that difficult as well. I find that pushing myself out of my comfort zone. Um, and I had to really look at the why with that. And what I came, the conclusion I came to is that 
the fear that I wouldn't be worth listening to. The fear that no one would want to hear what I want to say. Why would anyone want to listen to me? There's plenty of people out there. You know, I got into that kind of comparison trap. Um, the, the really deep-rooted belief that I just wasn't good enough and nothing I had to say or none of my stories were worthy of being shared. So yeah, my procrastination's a little bit deeper and I think most of our procrastinations, it's, it, there's a deeper meaning behind it. If you're putting something off, that you've wanted to do and you're finding every excuse under the sun I'm too busy you know oh, I don't you know I can't do that right now I can't afford it you know whatever the reason may be I've got the kids I've got I've got two jobs I've got three jobs the reality is we can do it and it is possible um, if you think about how long you're on your phone for and how long you are you know, spending time on your phone and you, I mean, now they have that amazing feature called screen, is it the screen time? <laughs> what amazing, also very shameful sometimes when that notification comes up. Um, I used to cringe when I saw it and think, oh my gosh, Justine, you've spent that many hours a day on your phone. Now, granted, you know, some of it is business. I've got my Instagram, my business through Instagram. I have to communicate with customers via whatsapp you know but if i'm really honest with myself and i'm going to be real with you because this is the real podcast um a lot of it was procrastinating it was distractions um social media so about six weeks ago i actually deleted my personal instagram and i have managed to get a lot more done if you know if i'm very honest however um, I still find myself procrastinating. I've, you know, I've had this mic and this little mini studio since Christmas. I got it for Christmas. Um, those of you that know me know that I lost my father just before Christmas and I went through a breakup literally a few days before Christmas Day. So I didn't really apply any pressure to get anything done for the, for a couple of months because, you know, I was deep in grief and heartbreak um but you know since then I <gasps> I haven't had an excuse the only thing I could really when I really looked at myself is that fear that fear of worrying what people will think not thinking that I have anything good to share you know that deep-rooted belief um so yeah I would really invite you if you are procrastinating and it is procrastination of something that you you really want to achieve um to look at what's blocking that because a lot of it will stem down to fear and it will be a subconscious belief on some level that you don't feel like you can do the thing that you're procrastinating on the other side of procrastination which i also want to talk about is that burnout you know the over the overworkers I mean, I mean I am I am still guilty of that at times I do still cram a lot into my diary but I am being a lot more mindful of taking time out so I find that when I do that and I do consciously take time out I am actually more proactive and 
I get more done on the days where I've, you know, I've written in my diary, you know, you're going to do this work today, you're going to do that. Because I've got a bit of structure and I'm also giving my body and my mind and, you know, that rest that it does need. Like, we all need the rest. Um, I've learned that the hard way, you know. Um, since I can remember, I've had more than one job. I've always worked. Um, I've never just had one job. I've always done extras, even when I worked at a school Monday to Friday. I was babysitting on an evening. I was, you know, started, even started um, my food blog. You know, so I was going home from work and I was, oh, I must create a new recipe. I must share this. I just, I could not just relax. I felt like I had to be doing something. I'm really, when you look at that, that was me feeling that I was only worthy when I was accomplishing something. I think there's a, a lot of that that is attached to this this whole generation of hustle, hustle, hustle hard, don't sleep, you know. There's plenty of quotes that I see knocking about about this. Um, and not enough quotes about get eight hours sleep, have regular breaks through the day, it will actually benefit you more. You know, um, and that's, like I said, that's something that I really put into place. I'm going to share with you some small tips that I, um, that I have actually personally found have helped me. Now, I'm not telling everyone to delete their Instagrams because, you know, that's, that's a little bit extreme. But, you know, I was an extreme case and I didn't have to come off there. Um, what I would say is the things that have helped me is a morning ritual. Now, I have a non-negotiable now every morning. No matter what, no matter how much I have to do that day or what's on, you know, what's on that agenda, I will wake up and I will, my phone, I don't, my phone does not come on. I don't sit through and look at my notifications as soon as I wake up. Excuse me, I'm just going to get some water because I'm talking too much. Um, I get up, I don't look at my phone, I actually keep it on airplane mode. And I meditate before anything, I meditate. Sometimes I feed my cat and then meditate, it depends how cranky he is. But nonetheless, I meditate. And it's usually 10 to 15 minutes I'm still, um, I'm still in the process of kind of really, ma- I don't know if you could ever master meditation, but I do find that I'm better with a guided meditation. So there's plenty on YouTube. There's actually plenty on Spotify. There's plenty on, you, you know, the, on the Calm app or Insight Timer. Um, I just find a morning meditation. So dependent, if I've woken up a little bit anxious, I might do one for anxiety. If I know I've got a busy day, I'll, I'll choose one for productivity sometimes it's just a standard morning meditation for gratitude and I do that regardless of anything else um and usually have a tea and if I have got a busy day I won't look at my phone until I've done something on that list that has helped me immensely because I start the day just so light and grateful and I don't get sucked into answering messages and going into my phone and, you know, all that that kind of stuff, um, which can lead to procrastination, lead to distractions, 
all that jazz. That is something that's helped me immensely. Another thing that would that is a really good, really good um, thing that I've changed. A really important part of why I'm why I'm, I'm a healing procrastinator. I still procrastinate, but I'm getting much better. I set timers on my phone. So rather than, you know, starting at like 9am in, in the kitchen and work, work, working until I need to be out the door to deliver, I give myself, say, two hours. Then I set an alarm and I give myself a little 15 minute break. Now what I do in that break is really up to me, but whatever I do, I'm out of that kitchen. I might shake around the house a bit, I might stretch, I might sit on my phone and answer people. Mostly... I will, you know, sit and have a tea or a snack. Then I'll move on to, you know, the next kind of chunk of work. And I'll set another alarm for, like, lunchtime. And I'll make sure that I set a bit longer so that I get my lunch. And I make sure I'm eating because I'm, I'm terrible for going a whole day without properly eating. Which is ironic because I'm making food for other people. So you'd think that I'd actually, <laughs> I'd actually prioritise my own food. But yeah, that's another thing, obviously, to fuel the mind and to keep you kind of focused. Um, another big one for me, which being a people pleaser for most of my life, is saying no to things. Um, that don't really serve me, that don't align with with my week, you know, the plan that I've got. Because I do get people getting in touch with me saying, hey, could you make a cake for tomorrow? Now, as you know, like ordering a birthday cake or something, you'd normally have to do at least a week in advance. But I was saying yes to things just because I was like, oh, you know what, that'd be good for me. And I almost thrived under that pressure which is another thing. My nervous system almost, it was so used to thriving and working under pressure and in, you know, within short time limits and pushing my limits. And because I procrastinated till that late on, sometimes I don't leave myself. If something took two hours, I would literally give myself two hours, like on, on the dot. I wouldn't give myself half an hour either end. I didn't think about, you know, stopping in between. I just thought, two hours, two hours of work. I've got two hours of work there. And what would happen is I'd end up burning myself out. Um, So, yeah, saying no more often and setting boundaries and just saying, you know, for example, I'll go back to the cake. I'll say, oh, we need at least, you know, three to four days notice a week, ideally, depending on the size of the cake. Um, and how busy I am that week and just setting that boundary and people do tend to respect that um, but yeah that that was a big one for me because I was kind of so so much of a people pleaser and I was very driven by making money and for the wrong things really um, I didn't put myself and my health first <coughs> I am sorry it's not coronavirus I have got a sore throat but it is not coronavirus and I nearly Funnily enough, 
used this sore throat as an excuse not to record my first podcast. So, um, part of me is thinking maybe you're right, Justine. You your throat is a bit sore to be talking non-stop for fifteen minutes, but um, I'm going to keep it rolling because it's a real podcast, and you know, real people get sore throats. Um, so yeah. That's that's one of the big ones for me. And the last one that I put down is taking time out for myself daily. I'm not just talking about that morning meditation. I'm actually talking about something for yourself, like some kind something that brings you joy, that makes you happy, whether that's I don't know, sitting and watching your favourite TV programme or going for a walk. Something that is it's not something that you need to do, like you know, that pressure of, you need to move your body, you need to do a workout. No, I'm talking about something that really just brings you joy and is playful and something that just is just for you. Like I said, this could be anything. It's very personal to the person. Um, some examples for me are, if, if you don't know me, I live in Spain, so I live by the sea. It's going down to the beach um, and if I feel like walking, I'll have a walk. If I don't, just to go down to the beach and just sit and take it all in, um, sit with nature. That's one of the things. Sometimes it's, you know, I'd love to do a little workout today. Again, um, that isn't, you know, that isn't something I feel I need to do. I just really listen to what I need in that, you know, in the moment and that day. But I really feel like that's so important, um, to to really to really stop yourself from procrastinating and to stop yourself from that burnout because what happens when or in my personal opinion obviously this is not this isn't like gospel but it's my truth um what I found was when I, I procrastinated that much that I get to the point of oh my gosh I've got not got much time and I must do this da, da, and I'd squeeze so much into a small amount of time and I'd be running around and my, my nervous system would be like, you know, I would be absolutely shattering my nervous system because I'm constantly like running off adrenaline, um, which I think was actually, if I, if I look at it as well with procrastination, it, it was kind of a trauma response because, because I was just so used to it. I grew up watching my mum work so many jobs on the go and my dad working hard and I, I just grew up in that in that kind of hustle work 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 um mentality so that when when I felt overwhelmed it what it did to me is when I had so much work I'd end up freezing and procrastinating so the procrastination was not only like rooted in fear it was also attached to a trauma response because I would literally it's almost like I'd freeze and without knowing I'm scrolling on my phone or I'm doing something that's I find myself like starting to like fold clothes in in my bedroom and I'm like what are you doing what you've got when there's things to be doing but it's almost like if I was given more time I was given two days to do something you better believe I'd wait till that last day or that last afternoon before before it needed to go out and I'd put myself under that immense pressure and I'd just put it off and it was, yeah, it was almost like I was, it's like a self-sabotaging really because I put myself under so much pressure 
I'd squeeze so much and then I'd burn myself out and I'd end up being too tired in my downtime to even take time for myself or to see my friends or to really enjoy and take in that free time that I did have. So yeah, um, that's my that's my take on procrastination and those are my the key, you know, the points that I've shared with you and the things that have helped me to deal with my procrastination and yeah, what I would invite you to do is if you are a fellow procrastinator like myself, it's just in the moment when you catch yourself procrastinating, say out loud, what are you avoiding right now? And you usually will get the answer. Um, and asking yourself, like, what do I need right now? You know, because a lot of the time procrastination is just, it's almost like it's, it's protect. It's in a way, it's protecting us. It's it's a, something fear rooted um, trauma. There's some trauma attached to that as to why you're procrastinating, and why you're putting things off. I mean, I spent years going, ah, I'm a procrastinator. Deal with it. That's just me. You know, that's just who I am. But actually, no, it, it wasn't. It was. It was actually my the over. I was feeling overwhelmed. So instead of you know, unpacking what I felt overwhelmed about and, you know, organising myself so that I didn't feel overwhelmed and focusing on one thing or the other, I would just stop completely and I'd freeze. Um, and then I would leave it to such a last minute that I'd feel that rush and that panic and I got addicted to that, like, that, oh, yeah, look, I got this done. I got this done and all that done in that short time and it was almost like, it was almost like it made me feel like I was, I was great for it. I was like, oh my gosh, like I've, I've done something that should have took me a whole day in an afternoon. But I wasn't looking at the fact that I was absolutely killing myself to do it, for one. I'd put it off for so long, like why had you put it off, Justine? And I'd ended up burning myself out by the end of it. So it just, it wasn't a healthy, um, it wasn't a healthy cycle I was in. And like I said, I'm not perfect. I've not fully come out of that yet. And I do find myself doing it. Um, but sometimes as well, it, it's just allowing yourself to rest when you need to rest. For example, today, I haven't done much. I haven't felt well. I had a bit of fever in the night. I've had a sore throat. Not COVID, guys. Just just um, a little side note that... Other things existed before COVID came along. So yeah, I just think I got a little bit of a um, sore throat and sinus is blocked and all that. And I could feel myself thinking, oh, you could be doing stuff right now, which is, yeah, I could have. But I looked at it and I thought, okay, you're not under any pressure. There isn't anything that needs doing for tomorrow. There isn't anything that's that needs doing now. And your body's telling you to rest so also guys when you do feel you know when you do feel that know the difference between your body telling you to rest and procrastination uh, you do feel that difference because um yeah you'll feel it in your body when your body needs to rest because you'll literally feel exhausted and you'll feel deflated um procrastination is more of a Oh, it's a bit, it reminds me of like Dory from, I don't know if we've got any Pixar fans here, but Dory, um, when she's kind of like, oh look, there's, there's that pretty whale. Oh wait, 
what's over there? Like, you kind of get distracted and kind of, you, you start looking at something and get taken away to something else. If I was any character, I think I would be her because I am so easily kind of distracted, which is why I had to delete my apps. Another tip would be to delete your apps. If you don't want to delete your Instagram, delete your app off your phone for that chunk of time that you need to focus. Um, that's also... Or take your notifications off. Anything like that um, really has helped me. Um, but yeah, that's that's my take on procrastination. And I really hope that what I've shared with you and my insight to it and my tips will help you in some way. Um, this is actually my first ever episode and I procrastinated to get here, <laughs> but here I am. Um, so yeah, I'm just really grateful if you've listened to this. Obviously, I'm new to this podcast game. This is completely out of my comfort zone. So do bear with me. Um, it's not going to be perfect, but perfect does not exist and it's not real. And this is the real podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in. And I will see you next time.